Hi. Are you there? We're here. Here we are, listen and learn or not, and Claire had quite the day yesterday. My gosh, that was amazing. It was really great, a great thing to be a part of. So, I mean, it was put together by, I think it was a lot of people, but the Washington State Potato Commission, basically the idea here was that farmers in eastern Washington, and you've been hearing about this in Idaho and in other states too, where there's a glut of potatoes. Um, they, a glut? Restaurant, a glut, yes. A glut. <laughs> Rest, a glut. Restaurants can't buy them or use them, um, and there's only so much they can get harvested and get moved. It's difficult to move things. And so there's like, I think there's something like a million pounds of potatoes that the e- eastern Washington particularly, but the state potato commission didn't want to go to waste. So they literally gave them out. They're going all over the state to different locations. And on Thursday, uh, the bull, the station that I'm on, was was privileged to, to be part of this distribution of 200,000 pounds of potatoes. And this was a really, like, this were free. These were 15-pound bags, and they were unlimited. So people were coming for their whole neighborhood. Like, somebody would drive up and take maybe 10 or 12 bags that they wow. were going to go back and deliver to other people in their neighborhood or other members of their family. Um, and they, they, they all went, all 200,000 pounds went. We didn't get a final tally on cars, but they estimated that maybe 7,000 cars went through. Um, oh, wow. It, it looked like it. I saw footage from that, one of the TV helicopters. Uh-huh. And it was crazy. It was crazy, but it was a very organized chaos because... Two, there, there, there were three entities involved that are really good at this. Number one, the Potato Commission. Number two, the um, and Laura, you might be familiar with this group, the um, Emergency Food Network, right. Emergency Food Distribution Network. It's a, a group of people who work with food banks. This was the Pierce County people, and they know how to distribute food. And then our National Guard. I cannot say enough about our National Guard and what a great group was out there yesterday controlling the traffic, tossing the potato sacks did you toss um, sacks i did not toss sacks uh we <laughs> did some funny videos where we lifted the sacks uh-huh. but just a couple of very specific what i would call prop sacks mm-hmm. because we also wanted to be very mindful of like who touched what and right. sort of the chain of command of, <laughs> of, of of coronavirus so really the only people that that moved and distributed the sacks were the guard and the and the trained volunteers from the food network. We were there mostly. We were handing out hand sanitizer to people. We ran out. We brought three thousand <gasps> bottles of hand sanitizer and we ran out. Yeah. Speaking of that, today I was getting a coffee and they had a small little thing of hand sanitizer, not much bigger than our promotional ones for our radio stations. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought, how much is that hand sanitizer? She goes, oh, that one's six dollars. I'm like, oh, <gasps> that little one or that big one? She goes, oh, no, the big one is 16. The little one is six. six oh, my goodness. dollars. <laughs> Can you believe wow. that? Wow. I don't know if that officially counts as gouging, but it would certainly be enough to raise my eyebrow at her. Oh, I did. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Both of my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, what an ordeal to be able to be part of that, Claire. It really was. Again, I'm over in many years working in, in radio and other uh, public service. I'm I'm always just amazed at what I call the kindness of strangers, just how many volunteers and kind people step forward in order to do some good for people that they've never met before. And it was just great. It's not just the guard who steps up for that, but 
people like the Food Network and, and the, the Emergency Food Network and their volunteers who just give of their time. The other thing, though, you guys, that I think was a, a part of this was I think everybody was just happy to get out and see people. Um, <laughs> Like, yes, we all had masks, we all had gloves, we were all standing at least six feet apart from, from one another, and when I saw people I knew, I gave them air hugs, <laughs> but um, they people were just happy to be amongst other people. Even the people in their cars would roll down their window and wave and, and talk to us and say thank you when people made signs to thank the potato people, and oh. it was just, um, um, even though most of the people were in their cars, it it felt like you were at a social event, and, and I missed that. Yeah. Wow. Our our church did a food drive a couple weeks ago. And so church is online and they said, after church, throw your stuff in your trunk, all the food you've gathered and drive up and you can roll your window down a little and we'll we'll wave at you and then pop your trunk and we'll get everything out. And I guess it was just like a party because even though everyone kept their social distancing and, you know, the, everything was in the trunk, so they weren't opening doors and touching things. I guess every, especially the kids seeing their Sunday school teachers and their friends, it was just even though they stayed in their car, I guess it was just an amazing day. It, yeah, I think it is just just to finally see people after after so much time, and even though you can't touch them or hug them, at least at least you're near them, and you can see that they're you know well and and feeling okay. And yeah, what a great event! That sounds really cool. But I, I was gonna say, Claire, looking at the uh, helicopter footage, it looked like everything was well organized, and I think you were explaining that on the video that you guys made on your ninety eight nine whole Facebook because it could have been a cluster cluck with the many people that showed up. It um, could have been. Was it looked really no. organized and lined up well. It did, and I'll tell you the. Um, I asked a few sort of in- informal straw poll of people driving by how long it took them from the time they got off I five until they achieved their potatoes. It was about an hour and fifteen minutes. Really, that's how long people waited. But very patiently, they just slowly. I don't know how to explain this, but your car never stopped moving. They yeah. just—it's like Disneyland. They you just they sort of wound you round, 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 round. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> like the whole. <laughs> The whole line for Pirates of the Caribbean is only 25 square feet, but they have like 20 rows that you're going back and forth. <laughs> that, that's kind of how they did it. And yeah. so it took a while, but it was very orderly and no one complained, you know. But again, It was like Disneyland, only this time you get things. You don't get your money. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. It was perfect. It looked so much fun. And you guys were having a good time. And it looked like people were just so happy. You know, I, I bet you brought so many smiles there. There were, I, I was smiling. Yeah, I wasn't was even smiling. there. I, we, we were giving smiles and we were getting smiles. Believe me, it was. Oh. Uh, it, it goes both ways when you when you finally get out to to just do something good and fun with other people and just even the 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 people from the Tacoma Dome, the management there, they seem so happy to to see people and they're you know they're having a rough go too because concerts and events right. are are getting canceled and postponed and there's a lot of stress at that level too and they just seemed happy to have something to do, you know. <laughs> Yeah, really nice. <laughs> they didn't mind being in that line. Either. Not at all, especially if they were moving. Yeah, and and then all. to see the national guard do it the mm-hmm. way they did, were they like, what was it that method call where they, you know, throw the bags to each other and finally into the car? Right. It was just funny to watch them do it. They had like a little, they were doing a little chant while they were doing it, like a little, <laughs> uh, what's that it called, a cadence when you, right. when you when you run, you know. They were doing. Yeah. I forget na 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 na. Exactly. Or was it like the oh, fish at the Pike yeah. Pike Place Market where they throw the fish? Yes. But they're throwing the bags. Just, <laughs> just like yeah. that. Yeah. Really, just really organized. And you know, I mean, that's 
that's what they do. I mean, you think, okay, I didn't, I didn't sign up to serve my country by throwing potatoes, but you know what you did. You did sign up to serve your country that way. Mm -hmm. They were doing exactly what they were trained to do. Organize people and stay calm and help and distribute whatever needed to be distributed. And in this case, it was food and it was just really well done. They've been working with the food banks and not only Mm -hmm. um, organizing them and stocking them, but making meals and handing out meals for the food banks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And this is all over the state, all over the country, really. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. The men morning show, you guys look good out there. I mean, it was so entertaining. I think you, you guys were calling it the potato dome. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Uh, oh we were having goodness. we were having images of uh, we were sort of making our own mouths water. Like if the if the Tacoma dome were, were a giant potato, how would you top it? And at, at one point, our vision culminated with a helicopter dropping bacon bits on the whole thing. <laughs> I love it. I and love after it. that, I'm seriously, I'm not making this up. My very first stop when I left there was I went to Taco Time and got some Mexi fries because I was playing the potato <laughs> Those are good. <laughs> well, oh. and you know, this is such a good thing. And we love seeing all these good things come together. And that was what just a few minutes ago I was asking Anna an announcement for our side of the building. Oh, we won the NAB Crystal Awards for... Oh, Service. Yeah. Wow. For public service. Good job, you guys. Yeah. And a big yeah. part of that, Anna, is our teddy bear patrol. Oh, yes. You're putting me on the spot, man. I, she always does that. I throw it to her like, duh. And she's like, I like, don't know oh, what man. you're talking about. <laughs> well, we over here at Warm, we have what we call the teddy bear patrol. And uh, many of our sports activities around here will do a teddy bear toss. So when they make a goal or a, uh, for basketball, a basket, then all the people in the stands throw teddy bears. Then we collect them and give them to hospitals first responders to give to children and it's we've been doing this for many many years so we won this award this year which was a group effort and just so great to work for a station that is community service minded it is and and the thing about the crystal award and and i'm so proud of you guys for for winning this is that it, it there's a couple of things it's from the national association of broadcasters and it represent like the teddy bear patrol in and of itself is a great event but your station has like an entire year's worth of things like that and a history of it, like a multiple years stacked mm-hmm. together of that and many other things that you do of service 12 months out of the year. Right. And, and only a handful of these awards are given out in, every year. And, and we could not be prouder the rest of the building than to see you guys uh, raise that trophy. Well, thank you. And, you know, I just love seeing how, I mean, I'm a huge proponent of community service and I've, I've done it for years. I raised my kids to do it, but I, I think just seeing everybody, especially, I mean, we've all, all here been doing it because this is a year award. So it just came out, but I'm seeing more and more community service. And uh, some of, you know, I make masks and people keep saying, Oh, you could turn this into a business. I'm like, no, I have my businesses. I do. But when there's a need, don't we step up and fill it? If you right. can sew, you do that. People that don't sew have thrown fabric my way or whatever. And so it's seeing people step up in all these different ways has just been so amazing to me. Are you still making masks? Like even, did you do some last night? Yes. In fact, I keep thinking, as soon as I run out of fabric, I'm like, okay, I'm done. And then somebody says, here's some fabric. And then the hospital and uh, will call and say, we need more. There's a clinic on Whidbey Island, the uh, pediatric clinic that my kids all grew up in. 
they're like, we need masks. And so, of course, you know, I, I'm sending them there. Uh, I try to give them to whoever needs them. But I see a lot of people are doing that, which is wonderful because the hospitals, the nurses can get their masks, but anybody else in there or waiting can't get masks. So that's where all of all of the ones that uh, civilians are making are going to the people that are coming in and out of the hospital. Right, How many masks right. have you made so far? Oh, my gosh. Like, over a thousand. Over a thousand, yeah. Wow. How long does it take you to make one? Well, I do it kind of a an assembly line, but I think probably less than, probably about two, now that I've been doing it so long, two or three minutes per mask when you figure wow. cutting, sewing, folding, uh, you know, pleating. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the yeah. pleating part freaks me out because I'm like, gosh, this looks so professional okay true confessions here it is impossible to get elastic in fact i tried to order some from amazon and it was going to take a month to get here so i washed all my hose all my um (laughs) everything i could find that i wasn't using and any i used to make the they're called sleazy hoods for horses you make them out of spandex to hold their mane down so i had some of that fabric and i've been cutting all that up for elastic because elastic is so hard to come by so i got to say i gotta point this out we've uh, already discussed sacks and hose. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, audience. <laughs> Anna and I found this thing the other day. Oh my gosh. It was so awesome. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love when you do that. I just, I don't have you to look at me these days. So I'm like, what's she talking about? <laughs> that cute, cute video I sent you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, it was so nice. Claire, it, I don't know if you know this video, but it was uh, it, it's a music teacher that's reached out to her students, and it was just so nicely done. Are you able to play it for her? Yeah, you ready? Can you can you play me the audio? That'd be great. Yeah. Yes, here here we go. Uh-huh. This is a I believe an elementary school teacher, and I wish you could see her picture because she looks like she's in high school. She's just very sweet. Here we go. You ready? Hey, so as some of you guys might know, I'm a music teacher, and I found that one of the best ways that I can process the whole transition to online learning and teaching is to write a song. So I wrote a song. I'd like to share that with you guys now. Here we go. the video claire you'll probably have to look it up i think something like music teacher screams yeah right and right it's so funny when, when you first watch it you're thinking oh this is so sweet i'm probably gonna cry yeah. right? playing, i love you kids and smile. i miss you or something <laughs> you know that that reminds me of um a few weeks ago gosh laura you would have loved this i'll see if i can find it for you but um a few weeks ago it was shortly after coronavirus really just knocked everything down. I mean, I'm talking like maybe the middle of March and everybody was so on edge and so uncertain and everything was just going crazy. and We didn't know which way was up. And, and Fitz had us do this thing on the morning show on 98.9 The Bulb where he said, I want everyone to speak their inner sound. Like what is the sound that you're feeling right now? And I just want you all to vocalize it. 
and it was funny as heck, but it was also really disturbing because we all had one. And people called up, and it was everything from like screaming to just shuddering to like heebie-jeebies to like this wail, and it it was kind of therapeutic. Wow. <laughs> what was your sound? Uh, mine was like because it was like I had these sort of permanent creepy crawlies, you know. Oh yeah. Um, and other people had kind of a like a wailing and uh, a moaning and and uh, it was really it was funny but it was like wow that it was kind of like that movie um what's the movie where all the feelings come to life inside out oh yeah 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 it it was sort of like a vocal version of it. <laughs> and think about oh. this Fitz his wife is pregnant with twins can you be imagine yes. being pregnant during this. Oh, my no. gosh. It's she. Oh, God, this is so funny. She. I hope I'm not talking out of school, but this was really funny. The other day she had a um, – so it's very difficult for pregnant women right now, as you can yes. imagine. Nobody – no, the men can't go to – their or partners, rather, can't go to appointments with them. Everything, all right. that stuff has to be done through FaceTime. But she had a doctor's appointment, and she wasn't able to um, – he couldn't go with her, and he needed to watch their other children who are like eight and six. So – she drove by the radio station and dropped them off, and we sent them to an area of kind of a clean zone where <laughs> someone could watch them, and you know, Fitz was there to keep an eye on his kids. But I briefly had a chat with her in the car, and she was putting on makeup. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. You're, you're putting on makeup. And she said, well, I, I haven't seen people in weeks. I want to look good. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's a beautiful woman. She doesn't have to put any one stitch of makeup if she doesn't want to. But it was just funny to me that she's basically been housebound because she doesn't want to be near anyone. He's doing all the shopping. Anything that requires any errand, he brings to her to protect her. Oh, um, wow. And it's, uh, imagine that. I mean, a lot of us are going through that. I know people are imagining that. If you've got a compromised immune system, or you are elderly, or you are pregnant, you or probably a new understand baby. that. Yeah, yeah. You you have not been out of your home in weeks and seen other human beings. And this is a doctor's appointment. She's going to right. at least you know you know she's going someplace safe and clean. Right. But um. But what a what a life, and she's got many months to go. Yeah. Long way to go. I just see didn't... you guys have been able to be out and about. And yeah. um, I don't know if, if you are, I mean, are you wearing makeup or do you feel like you have to or? You know, I'm not a makeup girl to begin with. Um, this is one of those times where that's to my advantage because I, I just <laughs> never, I can't explain it. I've just never been a girly girl. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I'm going through is, is, you know, my hair is not my hair, my natural hair color and you know, I've got a good uh, inch and inch or so of roots that are that are sticking out, and I've been sort of toying with working on that a little bit until I can get it fixed. But that's you know the only thing I got going. Lori's Lori, you're much prettier and girlier than me. You've been what have you been doing? Well, I grew up. My mom made me wear makeup, so I'd be in school washing it off in the bathroom while all the other girls are putting it on. Because their moms wouldn't let them. My mom wouldn't let me out of the house with ma- without makeup. And so for so many years, it just was my routine. I really have a hard time going out without it. But I will say I've run to get coffee. And I've actually gone to my local grocery store without it, which is amazing. Because, you know, you get to know your checkers and that. And um, nobody has screamed or passed out. So... <laughs> 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 and I'm dressing up. Everyone's talking about, you know, they don't have pants on or whatever. Um, I, I thought we had a Zoom meeting the other day and I was like, oh, gosh, I'm going to have to get dressed. And then I found out we weren't having one. And I was like, yeah, I can stay in my jammas for a while longer. <laughs> and Anna, you're home. 
Yeah, I don't have to wear makeup except when we have like Zoom calls, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, and uh, there have been a couple times I did do Zoom calls, and I did feel like having to put makeup on mm-hmm. because they haven't seen me in a long time, and then we have new people, new bosses, right. so you still have to kind of impress them. <laughs> yes. But um, yes, we had a Zoom call a couple days ago, and. I was on my kid's computer, which doesn't have a webcam. So I was able to have my, like, a screen up, but it was just dark. I love <laughs> and it. I right. loved it. I did not have to put on makeup that day. So have you all seen the meme? Someone said they now they remember, now they, they know what Zoom calls remind them of. Have any of you seen that? Oh, no. the Muppet Show? Right. The, uh, <laughs> I just saw that today where, where it um, it's sort of the end where they zoom out and you can see all the Muppets in their little alcoves. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And then also the Brady Bunch. Remember that? Definitely. <laughs> Zoom calls are definitely the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Yeah. They are the Brady Bunch. I know. <laughs> what, a, what a new world we're living in. I know. Yeah. It, it really is. And I was I was talking the other day or the other day, the other day this morning. Um, about, <laughs> you know. uh, and that, that's how the days go now. Right. I don't even remember what day it was. Um, apparently coming up in a couple of weeks, there's going to be a uh, sing-along Grease, the movie Grease on TV. And they're going to have a sing-along, right? <laughs> And some of my, you know, girlfriends from when I was a kid, when that movie came out, we saw it five billion times. Right. I know every word. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this will be fun. I'll do a Zoom call or a watch party, and we can all watch Grease together. And, you know, the weird thing is, I don't think I would have thought of that before. I would have watched it and thought, gosh, I wish my friends who lived in other cities could do this with me. Right. Now we can. It's not crazy. And I yeah. guess Disney's going to do Hamilton on July 3rd. Yes, they are. They're bringing Hamilton to Disney Plus. Isn't yep. that amazing? Yep. A year early. It wasn't supposed to be out in public for another year, but they're, they made it happen. And think about all these new movies coming out that nobody could go see. I mean, we right. haven't talked they're, about theaters. They're not yeah. happening right now. No, no. Broadway and, and, and locally, too. The Paramount, everything. That's... Mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, um, you know, any local regional theaters like, you know, Seattle Repertory or other theaters right. like that or ballets, operas, all of those, every, everything is on hold. And they have pretty, um, pretty narrow margins to begin with so that they're in a, a difficult position. Definitely, you know? definitely. Well, Anna Do you and guys I think that um, when things start opening up, will you go to crowded areas like movie theaters or the concerts um, anytime the rest of this year if they do open up? I was just watching on Facebook. Someone had mentioned the restaurants because we're getting ready to do that here in Washington State. And so yes. many people are like, no, thank you. I'm not going to go in, leave my name there and wait for them to call me and say the person two tables down had it. And so I, I do think it'll be interesting uh, how this unfolds. Everyone's like, we can't wait to get out. But then will we really will we really go to those places? Right. Yeah, I, it's it's easy to say from your armchair, but it's right. it's different once it comes. I mean, I saw a poll about, you know, would you go to a professional football game in August? And I'm like, of course. Oh, my gosh, I can't wait. And then I went, well, well hang on, let me think about that a second, <laughs> right. you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think it would depend. Restaurants, definitely. I can't wait to go into a restaurant. I'll be the first one. I don't care how many <laughs> names and phone numbers and email addresses they need. They're welcome to them. I can't wait. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, a concert and a sporting event or a theatrical event, I, I'm just going to wait and see how they've got it devised. I'm open to I'm definitely up for the concept. It will just depend on the venue and the event, I think. How right. about you? Anna? I I would only do it if I had like an astronaut 
costume on. <laughs> right. You know, with a big old bubble head and in oh the my suit. That's and hilarious. I'm only breathing in my suit. <laughs> I think that's the only way I'd go into one of those crowded places. Well, right. we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Anna wants so badly to talk about masks. So that's Yay, where we will pick I it do. up. Great. Across the nation, in small towns and large cities, local radio and TV stations serve their local communities. They are beacons of hope, providing reliable information, breaking news, helping neighbors in need, and sharing stories of hope. Help us continue to serve you. Visit wearebroadcasters.com slash act. Welcome back to Listen and Learn or Not. I'm Anna D. 12 uh, miles away is Life Coach Lori. <laughs> and over there is Claire over there. We have no idea where Claire is. Of, uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not Seattle. much farther away than uh, than Coach Lori. I'm probably uh, six miles to the west. <laughs> okay, <laughs> six miles to the west. <laughs> okay, Anna, let's hear about your mask. My mask. What you mask? want? You want a specialty mask? Oh, a specialty mask for the uh, for like in, if we go to the public. Well, you really wanted a, me to make you a mask with a smiley face, and then if you were pissed off, oh. you could turn it upside down, and it could be a. <laughs> I love this idea. You know, mood masks. Yes, mood masks. Because <laughs> people like Lori <laughs> worry about people not knowing that she's smiling at them, right? <laughs> right. And right. Um, really so, if you're me. looking at somebody, there's mask. Only thing you could do is be, you know, indicate that you're smiling through your eyes, right? Right. But uh, if yeah. if Lori were to make some mask that had a smile automatically on it and then if you're angry you just turn that mask turn your around. smile upside down <laughs> i love it i think that's a great idea <laughs> well can you do can you do one that's like half smile half frown that's like i don't understand what you just said to me can oh my gosh that'd be hilarious that'd be like that straight that it's like a backslash right <laughs> like what well so i thought we could make a mask and put a little velcro you know right in the middle and then have all those little the smile the frown the what? And then you just yes. Velcro it on depending on how you're feeling. So if you're in the elevator, you know, you're like, wait, where's that? Where's that frown? Where's that smile? Right, right. Like, um, like refrigerator magnets, but on right. your face. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Okay, Lori, we, we just came up with a billion dollar idea. I right? love it. Write it down. You can okay. make lots of money on this one. Yeah. Okay. And then here's I'm another one. So some of you know Seth from our morning show. And oh, he, I love Seth so much. He does. He, well, he's done two things. What's in my beard, um, which yes. was a, a moose, and then and then he did he he did mask talk. So he's got on this mask, and it's across his lips. But he's got this huge I call it magical beard, and it's just like his beard's just like out from the mask. Right. So I'm like, I think I need to make him a container mask for his beard. <laughs> He has a big northwest, you know, rugged, mm, mm-hmm. tree-hugging guy beard. Yeah, he, he, you're right. He does need a special. Yes. <laughs> and that was before COVID, right? Right. right. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he, he played What's in My Beard long before we had to wear masks. Right. Always... Oh, yes. <laughs> I, had to, I got to tell you, a funny thing happened yesterday. I, three or four or five different times, talking to people, and I was like, 
oh my gosh, your mask is so cute. And then they said to me, I was wearing a mask that Lori made. It was a little Star Wars, like BB-8, <laughs> you know, and mask. And people were like, oh, your mask is so cute. And we were like, oh, there's this whole new like fashion statement now where you wear your mask and we're all like, we all have different things, you know, going on. And I don't know if men are like that. It might just be a girl thing, but it was fun. <laughs> okay. So two things. One is I feel sorry for people with the medical mask. I'm like, if I have them in yeah. my car, I'm like, here, do you want a mask, a real one? And then uh, I, did, I read an article yesterday. Apparently men are less likely than women to wear masks. You know why? Why? They're not cool. They're not cool. Yeah. But I think I think my masks are pretty cool, so maybe I will be they're changing. Very cool. your, your masks, masks are, are cool, and they're breathable. Are way cool. And they're breathable. They're so well made. They fit right on your head. Yeah. I no, tried to wear a mask, like one yeah. of the surgical masks. <sighs> I guess it wasn't really a surgical mask, not the N95, but it was, you know, something a hospital uh, would wear, and it was hard to jog in. Yes. Oh, I bet. Running. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Mask. Well, I can breathe through your masks. Well, you yeah. saw the the meme with the bikini and a mask to match. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's one. And I guess some of the really high end, highfalutin uh, fashion designers are just making a mask to go with every outfit now. <laughs> I bet they are. <laughs> Why oh my not? Goodness. Right. I mean, you you might have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't. I wouldn't like to think that we're going to be like this forever, or this will ever happen again. But. I suppose you have to think about that if you're, I don't know, Yves Saint Laurent or, or whatever. I suppose right. that's a new, a whole new line you get into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anna, can I ask you something? Um, I haven't started running again. I've gotten really lazy about it. But I just want to ask you this. Why do you run with the mask on as opposed to running with the mask not on and then putting it on when you're done or come into contact with people? Honestly, these days it's been mostly because I am so uh, allergic to the pollen that's outside. Ah, okay. That's mainly it. But before even the allergy season uh, went along, came along, I, I think I was afraid that I was going to be passing people. Like our right. sidewalks are pretty narrow. Yes. And I'd either have to go to the bike lane or straight into the street um, or just pass them. And uh, so it was just the in case just in case thing that makes sense and now and now it's something you're just accustomed to 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 doing yeah, yeah. well because yeah. jumping into the bike lane or into the traffic lane has its own danger involved you know? so <laughs> yeah. a mask ain't gonna yeah, save I mean, you from a car <laughs> right as you're saying so so keeping the mask on is is also more convenient because then okay if you you only have to pass within four feet or three feet of somebody at least you know that you've got that extra protection that makes sense right, right. yeah yeah okay. well and plus you. you don't want to be touching it you know that's the one thing people don't know they're like taking it off and on but if you right. put it on when you go in the store you should really leave it on all the way till you get home, throw it in the sink and wash it. You know, yeah. you don't want to be touching it. And people don't know that. So they're taking it off and on and touching it and putting it on their car seat. And now if somebody did breathe on them, now it's on their car seat. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I need more now because yes. I, I'm using, I'm going through them a lot. <laughs> I'm wearing them longer through the day and more often. And I'm, I'm, I have like the same three, four that I'm cycling through and I go, Oh Lord, I need more. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> if anybody gets them, I'm like, get two or wear one, wash one. They just put this down in our office. I mean, we've been very careful, but now there's like, Hey, you got to wear it in the office. And that mm-hmm. has been really hard for me. And I think it's that whole thing, what Anna said, which is so funny. She gets this about me. I can't stand it that I, I can't see if people are smiling or, or they can't see that I'm smiling at them. And <laughs> it's, I just, I'm very emotional about it. About it. Aww. Yeah. Well, people just assume they are. I just okay. assume everyone is smiling. Okay. I will do that. 
Claire says you're smiling. <laughs> They're probably really angry at you. Yeah. Oh, I, she's smiling. I'm smiling oh, on the inside. <laughs> Somebody once taught me this. It might have been my aunt when you're, uh, you know, like if you get in a, 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 let's say, a near traffic accident, like somebody gets in front of you or something like that, instead of honking your horn and, you know, waving the bad finger at them, you smile and wave. Like you laugh and wave like you know them, like, hi. And it's just like, it, it baffles them, but it diffuses the situation. So, so that happened so, to me yesterday. You know, I'm done. not kidding. I was I was going out the back way from our building, and this woman, I swear, I Claire, you've been out driving. I swear people are zombies. They're just not, yeah. because there's not that much traffic there. And she just, like, she was turning right into me, and I'm like, you can't, you know, I can't think to honk the horn, and part of it's not my nature, you know? And so right. I just, my eyes are big, and I'm smiling, like, I think you're going to hit me, you know? And all of a sudden, it's like she woke up, and I mean, our mirrors were almost touching. Golly, oh. golly. But instead of getting angry, just kind of like smile and wave, yeah. you know? And then, so to me, the mask is the same thing. Just assume that everybody is smiling and waving at you. I love it. And not frowning at you in, I love in the it. kitchen or the bathroom or wherever you go. And, and you'll just feel better. I always and say, if the middle finger comes up right? to say, you're number one, too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> in, in traffic, we call those hand gestures. Yes. <laughs> well, Sweet. ladies, it has been so fun. It is time for us to go. But wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh-oh. You know... Before we blow this popsicle stand, we always close the podcast with a life tip of the day from life coach Lori. That's right. And you know what? Oh. She has a book called? Did not see that coming. <laughs> and a podcast called? Enough. <laughs> okay. Well, now what do you have? <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. I've got to read this to you because I really loved it. I, I love especially to help people when they don't know what their purpose is to help them find it. And I just saw this great thing. It was a picture of a thumbprint, which was very colorful. It says, God gave you a fingerprint that no one else has, so you can leave an imprint that no one else can. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. So many times people go, well, somebody's already doing that or whatever. It's like, no, nobody's going to do it like you. So whatever's on your heart, whatever you want to do, now is the time. I saw an 11-year-old girl today who has a, a multi-million dollar business, 11 years old. And you know what she said? You just can't wait around. You got to you got to put action to your thoughts. She's 11. Oh, wow. <laughs> so for we're learning from middle schoolers now. I oh, know. I so if you're in this COVID and you've got this idea, just do it. Call you us, do you, boo. Text us. Just do it. We dare you. <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. Mm. Oh, sometimes, sometimes we say stuff and I just like stop. And, like, I, have to I know. I was like, we're oh, all dude. like just thinking, <laughs> thinking right now. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us, everyone. I'm Anna D. She's life coach Lori. Over there is Claire. This is listen and learn or not. Not, not, not. <laughs> <laughs>